Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, Linktree, and you can listen to our shows on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com where you can also download those shows to pass along to your friends. And you can find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Eye of the Lord upon the righteous. The eye of the Lord is upon those who hope in Him. This is relevant in America today. War within, battle of good and evil. There is a war within, in the hearts of men, good and evil. They fight one another for control. Enemies of the Messiah, did they know? Did they realize that this one indeed was the Messiah to come? And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com. World Gospel, Perilous Times, Conflicts on Classic Warren Radio, World Gospel in Perilous Times. The Apostle Paul describes that the perilous times in the last days would be filled with evil men and women. Also, King of Babylon, Ode, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 21 on Battle Lines, a very prophetic section and one that Christians today can find hope in the fact of redemption and forgiveness. Be sure to go to warn or to danaglinsmith.com to sign up for the WIBR Warren radio newsletter. And you can also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature Christian books and uh, as well as resources from our vision media and also the book by the watchman the rising it's a christian fiction thriller there's danger and intrigue dark forces plotting the nation is at risk can mac save the united states the rising details a takeover of america with dark forces that plot to bring the country into the globalist new order so be sure to pick up your the book, The Rising, by The Watchman, by going to danaglinsmith.com. And now I welcome in The Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings. Welcome to a sunny morning here. 
in the, well, they call us the Midwest, but we're more West than we are Mid. And we're definitely more conservative. And of course, if you're in America, if you're a conservative, a Christian, a patriot, or a Trump supporter, you're screwed. Because they hate all of you. And this administration, along with uh, the Democratic leaders, have even called out, especially after January 6th, to hunt them all down. Yeah, welcome to the new America. But these people are knuckleheads. And of course, they had a big display on getting the next liberal justice in the Supreme Court. When they get done packing the Supreme Court with the way they want, you know, over the years, that is if they can get it done, then there will be no justice in America. But even with the ones that we thought were going to uh, do good, I mean, doing good is relative. You know, they're all up there. And uh, the bottom line of it is, is that uh, they make decisions you may not agree with. And that happens. But the ones that are getting put in there now, like uh, the gal they just put in there, is a black activist judge who is a female, and yet she can't, you know, female being a woman here, And in America, that's even up for debate. She can't even describe what a woman is. So we've got the first justice in the Supreme Court, appointed because she's black, appointed because she's a woman, not considering any other race, any other color. Talk about racist. But they call the rest of us racist. And all they... They do hate the whites. Back in 68, when I was in the Navy, I was going to uh, SIG school. That's Signalman School. And uh, I had a chance to go out for, eat a home-cooked meal, a gal I met. and So I went over there and met her folks and sat down. And she and I sat on the floor while we talked to her dad. And he was talking about, no, I'm not sure which one it was. See, we have the UN, but there was the League of Nations then. And I'm not sure when all of that changed, but he was talking about, I believe it was the UN at the time. And, of course, he didn't trust the UN. He didn't trust the other one. And he didn't like other nations, you know, uh, global entity trying to, you know, do something with America. And there was a whole bunch of them that really believed they were going to invade America. And they also warned about the blacks wanting to take over. And they were adamant about this. I even argued the point. That the blacks hated whites and they are going to take over someday. And if you... (laughs) If you look at what's happening in America, you can see, you know, the writings on the wall. Now, there's no no doubt that there was whites that hated blacks. And Joe Biden was one of them that ran along with them because of his history. But yet, this is America and it's a mess. You know, the thing of it is, when we look at the whole thing, the ones that have have trouble. Now, this is Ramadan. Whenever you have Ramadan, you better duck. Because this is the time they like to commit, you know, attacks and die for Allah and then go to paradise. Well, there is an issue with that. They're not going to go to paradise and they're not going to like where they're going. And so Israel had another attack. 
They've had three previous attacks, and this was just the beginning of Ramadan. And they said that, and this, for all intents and purposes, this is all Israel news. And uh, it's a pretty good little overall thing. But they finally got the guy that did it. He left, he killed two and wounded ten. Now Israel on the street, they usually can take care of this. There's people that carry guns and the military's out and the cops. But they missed this one. And he was in a place that all it took was about five seconds and he killed he got away and they went after him. They ended up killing him, which is normal because these guys are not taken alive. So if we were looking at Israel and they had open borders, Israel wouldn't exist. But see, in America, though, because we're stupid in Washington, D.C., we open our borders. And you see, one thing the Constitution guarantees is the safety of those who are its citizens. And that the government is responsible for that safety and to keep this nation from being overrun. Now, see, the whole issue is over this, uh, this law where you have presidents who either decide to open up the border or they decide to close the border. And they sit up there in the Oval Office and act like God and just do whatever they want to do. And this is what Biden did. He has handlers who directed him what to do. So he turned around and just screwed up the whole thing. And he put the biggest batch of weirdos, and that's what they are. You don't like it? Tough. These people are corrupt. America's corrupt. I heard an old black preacher this week. Man, was he on fire. I like this guy. He said, there ain't but two genders. Two genders. You can get cut up. You can get made up. You can do whatever you want. But there's still just two genders. At the end of the day, you're either a male or a female. God don't make mistakes. <laughs> yeah. And he was on a roll, man, and he had the whole crowd going. But he's right. But America isn't going to listen. And so the series that we're doing now is the governor of the nations. And uh, we're in part two, the chief cornerstone. And you know, the thing of it is, on social media and even on um, Instagram and stuff, our, our articles get a lot of people noticing them, a lot of them. And we're getting increasing things all the way around. And uh, one of the targets we, we had a long time ago was to get more mobile apps, people on mobile phones coming by the website many years ago. We started this. And uh, one of the main ones is WordPress. And since we, I've been using WordPress since the beginning of WordPress, um, I know it pretty well. And uh, I do all the websites and stuff, so... <clears throat> We've got, now we just achieved our latest uh, thing, wound up with 500 likes on our website, which for us, we're happy with, 500 likes. And this is just from people on smartphones, you know, and, uh, you know, mobile phones. And uh, so they come by and they do that. Now, you come by on a regular 
basis and check us out, and that's fine, and give us a like. And on Spreaker, we've increased. We recently had another milestone over there. Can't remember what it was. But the bottom line of it is, is that people today are so busy. You know, they'll like the photo. And and I'm really good at graphics. That's just the way it is. I've been doing it a lot of years. And the graphics are good. But the graphics are there for you to notice the little excerpt I put with it, which is meant to provoke you to think and to understand what the article's about. So you'll read it. And time and time again, I get people that will quote on something or diss an article, and uh, they don't even know what it's about because they haven't read it. And a lot of times when they're dissing, they don't even know what they're talking about because the article is deliberately, in the beginning, that thing is there to provoke them. To get them to read it, to think. And, uh, you know, this is the issue, getting people to hear. And, And, you know, the Lord was very adamant about that. People that have ears to hear, let them hear. And when he was talking with the Pharisees and the Sadducees, he said, you're not one of mine. He says, I've already told you, and you don't hear. You don't want to hear. I paraphrase that part. But that's what he meant. You see, and America's the same way. Israel, Judah, and we've been doing the Isaiah series, and we're in part 128. And you find throughout that series how much it relates to um, America and to many nations today. You can get in the Word of God and you can find America, although it doesn't say America, but you can find the applications and the types and the lessons in the Word of God. But people don't want to hear. And see... That's the whole thing, trying to get the word out. And then, of course, um, over on YouTube, we've had some stuff on YouTube, quite a few different uh, things. And they were over on YouTube, and these are our shows. And they were over there because of Spreaker, who would put them up there automatically. And I just checked a box, and they just took care of the rest. Well, some knucklehead came along, and he did not like it, you know. And so he reported it to YouTube. And matter of fact, it was one of the episodes that was really popular, and people really liked it. But, of course, with these knuckleheads over in YouTube, uh, they banned it. And they warned me. This is the second time, they said. Well, you know, it could be the third time. I don't care what they do. I stopped using using YouTube and caring what they did many years ago. I I saw the writing on the wall so many years ago, it's not funny. Because there was a time they were genuinely good service. Now they're just an irritating bunch of leftists. And uh, I seen the Facebook leftists. There was a picture of them. They, They were proud of themselves. They looked like, well, there's no describing what they looked like. But, you know, in my day growing up, when you saw, saw a group of kids, you can tell the boys from the girls. I'll leave it set at that. And so you have some punk dressed up in whatever way he wants to dress up that has, you know, barely an education, maybe a little more than that, that doesn't make a whole much. They're not experts at what they do, but they become experts at not liking stuff. And so they have kicked off top scientists who have more education than these kids have in their entire body or ever could have. And yet our system allows them to do that. And that's your tech. We know that Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, all worked to get Trump thrown out. The evidence is piling in. But you've got... Republicans who won't do anything. We call these the rhinos. We have our own Liz Cheney who 
is from another, actually, you know, their family. Cheney worked in the Bush administration, and he retired. And my father-in-law didn't care for Cheney because he was corrupt. Nevertheless, Liz Cheney thinks, so she came to Wyoming and ran on Cheney's name and won. And then, of course, she got so bad that the Republican Party here kicked her out. So she's still a Republican over, you know, in Congress in D.C., but she don't even live here. And she represents Wyoming. See, this is the kind of politics we have going on in America. And this is why America is in, in the phases of judgment. And, and I was warned about all this a long time ago. And then the Lord warned me again. And I actually had a, had a vision with this one this time, uh, as I did the first time, but not like the other one. And I knew that when Biden got in, and, and I was, and that's what I was told. It was long before the election, long before uh, Trump actually lost. I knew what was coming, and I was talking to people, and they were talking about Trump a set second term. And I says, well, I'm not necessarily looking at that because, you know, it isn't going to be what you think it's going to be. And... Uh, I told him it was judgment. I said, when Biden got in, this would mark some judgment. And I said, I don't think it's going to be a final judgment. You know, I'm not privy to that information, but it is judgment. <clears throat> now coming up within a couple of weeks or so, two or three weeks, is going to be a decision whether or not they're going to not undo this title, whatever it is, that... Uh, has kept all the illegals out. Meanwhile, we've got millions of them wanting to come in. Uh, in California, they are officially giving people free money. And uh, one particular uh, city was giving money for all those who are transgender. Just give them free money. Uh, California wants to be socialists. And that's where they want to take the country. And so this is the America today, and this is also the whole swing we see in Europe. But the bottom line of it is, those people coming over the borders are not your friends. There are some good people coming across, probably. But they're mixed up with them, are enemies that are going to kill. In addition, I warn them, and I warn people, if they hear this broadcast, do not come to America because this thing is under judgment we have people killed all the time in the big cities it's a mess now see David Wilkerson warned about this a long time ago see we had people that actually heard the voice of God way back then it just wasn't David Wilkerson but he was a big voice and much of America, including the churches, didn't like hearing from him some of the things he said. But this guy said it the way it should have been said. But see, we had a lot more voices warning. Now see, I've been warning for a long time. But I, this voice doesn't get out. We're on a lot of social media. We have websites. They're up 24 hours. I write articles, I've published a book, two books, three books, I think it is, plus, well, a lot more than that because I've published myself as well. But the whole essence of this is that when we go through this stuff, it is to see this nation and the nations repent, which, number one, we know that they're not going to turn wholesale to the Lord. But you see, even David Wilkerson prophesied of a third great revival. About a week ago, another guy came out and prophesied of a great revival coming. He was in a meeting. Now see, whether or not the great revival is going to come, we don't know. But the one with David Wilkerson he prophesied hasn't happened yet. So are we going to see a third great revival? We don't know. 
But in order to wake America up, folks, it's got to get tough. Somebody has got to wake these people up. But in the midst of this, there's going to be an ongoing push to finish the work and to take this country over totally and to stop anybody from interfering, which means they will make war on the patriots and the Christians and anybody else that loves America. Now, this is what they're doing. The January Sixers, that's what they're doing with them. Recently, one was totally, um, you know, uh, they threw his thing out, so to speak. I mean, he was free because, and he was the first one. So there's a lot of enemies. So when we go through this, for instance, the foundation, we're in Ephesians 19 and 20. Now, therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints in the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Now, you see, the thing of it is, I'll tell you who I am as a watchman. I am am on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. I teach out of the prophets. I teach out of the apostles. I stand firmly with what they taught. And I've been doing the Isaiah series, which is which has some of the greatest prophecies concerning Yahshua, uh, Jesus. And the bottom line of it is, is that I build, I write, you get on our websites. I have I stopped doing news a long time ago because the Lord said, you're not called to do news. So I took it all off. But I was covering ISIS at the time. But I've gotten rid of a lot of that stuff. You come to our website. I might have a few different things on there, but not much. Everything has scripture. And our articles are built to provoke you. Go over on our websites and you'll find a truly Christian site you'll find one that has provoking articles things that will make you think when you read it now see in in America at one time when I was raised we had on fire preachers all over the place and many of you who listen regularly know what I'm talking about but there we have had generations of kids now that are basically pagan remember when the lord said you know you make your children twofold more than the child of hell than you yourselves are speaking to the pharisees you know he, they were taking people and making them into their followers you know teaching them to be a pharisee pharisee and even the Apostle Paul called himself a Pharisee of the Pharisees. And then he got knocked off his high horse and he began preaching the truth, thank God. But see, that's where we need to be today. Whether we're around the world, no matter where we are, we are built upon the apostles and the prophets with Yahshua, Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. Now I say that emphatically because this week came out again, well actually this is the first time I've seen it, a young kid. And I think he was on TikTok. I'm not sure where he's at, but of course he uses social media. I use social media. But I do not attract the young kids. Some of them, yeah. And I'm getting a lot of people from around the world that are liking our stuff and following us on Instagram. But Instagram is another one that is connected to Facebook who does a lot of banning. And I kept, I've kept that one, but it, this is this is the mess. This is the way it works: to shut down the opposition, keep quiet the voices. That's the goal. And the liberals that are in America today, that is exactly what they want to do. Now you see, they tried to force vaccines on all of us here. And they did so in Canada. They're doing so over in, I think it is, uh, the Netherlands. I read an article this week. But at any rate, this young boy that I'm talking about, he's a young man. He's a pastor. He has a huge following. I think it is on TikTok again. And uh, he openly says that there's more than one way to get to heaven. And it reminds me of something that Jude said, that they would, either Jude or John, uh, said that 
there would be those who denying who deny the Lord that bought them. In other words, the Lord that died for them and purchased their redemption on Calvary's tree, they deny. In other words, they say there's other ways to get to heaven. And they're going to go into, you know, damnation and perdition. And that's the way that's the way it is. And we've got people here today pastors and churches that are corrupt. Make no mistake about it. And, uh, you know, I had a friend of mine who was a prophet. He's a Jewish prophet. He's dead now. And he had had quite a little ministry built up. He went overseas. And, uh, you know, we used to talk about America. And, uh, you know, he would openly call for people to get out of the church. Because he was told to prophesy and tell them that they needed to get out of the church. And I've I've told the I I've been on this record a long time ago when I told them that blood is going to run in the streets in America, and that they're going to attack your churches. You're you're going to come in. We've already seen some of that. But see, I cover the tower, and I cover the persecuted church. And we cover around the world what's happening. And many of these Christians, when they gather together in their churches, and they have no place else to go, many of them live in small houses or small shacks. They can't get a lot of people in there. They go there for fellowship and protection, worshiping the Lord. And this is exactly where, if we're in Nigeria, we have Boko Haram, we have a, uh, a Western ISIS in Nigeria. We have the Fulani who are really bad. And they are killing hundreds and hundreds of Christians over there and have been for some time. We've been covering it for years. Now you see, Buhari is a Fulani, and he's the one that got voted in to replace Jonathan Goodluck Johnson, who was actually a Christian. And Jonathan couldn't do anything to stop what was happening. And the big issue is these particular terrorists, Muslim-related, Muslim radicals, have sources of income that provides for better um, armament, better materials to make war with. Excuse me. See, this is the world today, and if there was ever a time that America and the world needed a chief cornerstone, it's right now. If there was ever a time that we needed pastors to stand up and Christians to stand up and, and stand on that fact. But see, in some places of the world today, Christians can't stand up. And, you know, they're a witness. I know of pastors that would... This one in particular, and they ended up killing him. And uh, he got known for praying for people. And everybody he prayed for got well. So if you're a Hindu, you'd call him up. He'd come pray for you. He'd tell you about Jesus and leave. You know, if you want him, fine. And, and these guys would get, they'd get healed. Well, he got martyred, and he wasn't, uh, you know, walking home from a church conference. They get ambushed. See, if if they if they at all find out that you're Christian in any way, shape, or form, you're dead. If if you're in, there was a secret meeting going on in North Korea, and we have sources uh, who minister over there, who have contacts and. And they minister into North Korea, taking Bibles and food. And some of the ones who have escaped North Korea actually went back with some Bibles and and continued to live there so they could reach North Koreans for Christ. Now, that's dedication. But recently, a large meeting was interrupted by some security guards. And, of course, the word uh, from those, uh, you know, that monitor this very closely said that they were given up by somebody. Somebody reported it to the North Korean 
government. So they broke in. There was uh, 10 in the meeting. They killed every one of them right there. They're dead. And uh, see, this is, this is the cost of Christ around the world. And if you think the normal Christianity is sitting in America in a big church preaching a false gospel, then your judgment is going to be twofold more of the child of hell. I'm telling you today, America and the world, that you are on a precipice of, of a lot of things that are coming. And I had prayed that in God's judgment he would have mercy, that America would be allowed to stand. I wanted to retire someday, although I'd never retire. I'm planning on preaching till the day I die. I'm planning on writing. Tower and I both knew this in the beginning. We knew from the very beginning that she and I met, got married, and God got our hearts, brought us out together. We knew. And when we were in Bible school, we knew. And see, this is so important. You know, there's a lot of people that have kids, a lot of people that want their kids to live a normal, free life in America. Well, it's, it's not the same America. When you've got organizations and when, like Planned Parenthood, when you've got liberals and you've got leaders in our government who have no problem with abortion. Further, they have no problem with extending abortion to a 28-day past birth in order to kill them after they're born. Now, you got that? They're born as a healthy baby. Now, I know what little babies are. And it's not because I've seen others. But I'm here to tell you, you must be some kind of wicked, nitwit, barbarian yehu to take a baby that has been born and you've been snuggling with them or you're just leaving them on the thing there to die. And because they're out of the womb, you got 28 days to make up your mind to kill that baby. God help us. That is, and I preach on blood guilt. That is, blood guilt don't even describe what God's going to do to you. This is, this is so reprehensible for a nation like ours to do that. And, of course, we've had nation, Colorado to the south. Guess what? They recently came out. And they passed a law saying a fetus has no equal rights under the amendment. And see, online we have these young ladies who stand up. And they're saying, our body, our choice. Now, I'm going to speak to you, young women. Now, you probably never hear, but the bottom line of it is, it is your body, your choice. But you'd better be aware that the body inside your body, that baby, belongs to the Lord God. You do something to that. See, you're the steward of that baby, of that child. It is your job as the mother to nurture it and care it and bring it up in the eyes of the Lord. And when you murder that baby, there will be judgment on you. Now, let's get to the women who've had abortion. God can forgive, and he will. He can heal. I understand that. That's not what I'm talking about. You see, because when you're talking about Satanists, see, I've researched everything. Many things. Things that would scare the living hell out of you. Things that go on today. Like, for instance, when we talk about pure dark Satanism. God help us. Now, you see, one woman who got saved out of that said that in the early days, and this wasn't too long ago, that one of their rituals, of course, they needed the innocent blood. And there are other portions of that fetus that, that they would... that 
brings a high to him. Well, and this is difficult to talk about. The thing of it is, is that they knew the rules. That when you were sacrificing that baby to Satan, they were to make sure they killed the baby in the womb. Because abortion was legal. So they would kill it in the womb because it's an abortion. If you brought it outside of that womb, she said, that was murder and you could get in trouble. Well, see, they took care of that now. You can bring it outside of the womb and you can kill it. Satanists even came out in America here and talked about that's the way we worship Satan is by abortions. And the reason all this talk is because major legislation is coming up before the Supreme Court. But now we've got a liberal on there again. So whether or not they're going to be able to overturn Roe v. Wade, it will, it'll never stop abortion. So there is a chief cornerstone. Now, you see, within this fact of the chief cornerstone, and, of course, Paul uses the language of a building in whom all the building fitly framed together grows unto a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you are also builded together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. Now, see, in whom all the building fitly framed together grows unto a holy temple. That's when you take a, a place, you fill it with Christians who are filled with the Spirit of God, and the Lord said, where two or more are gathered, there am I in the midst. Now, it's a church, and the glory of God may fall, but it's not because of the building you live in. It's because of the people who know the Lord, who are filled with the Spirit of God, are in that place. For you to lift up a building and say the building is more important than the Lord, or the Spirit of God, or of even what God intended. See, because it is in you, through the Spirit, you are the temple of God. That's how come we were all one in Christ. Because we all have of His Spirit. See, and in America, we have the finest churches, the finest edifices, the most beautiful crosses, the most beautiful uh, everything. We have done so much. We've had more Bibles, more preachers, more seminaries, more Bible schools, more churches, more church denominations, more pastors, more opinions, more of everything in the Christian realm and religious realm in this country. But you see, unless the nation, unless the people, unless the churches, unless the pastor, unless those who are listening to him have Christ truly and are based upon the foundation and the chief cornerstone, everything they're doing is vanity, vain, and will, it will be revealed. Even Isaiah says this, and this is what's so important about this. See, Ephesians talks about the chief cornerstone. We go back to Isaiah. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a tried stone, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, and he that believeth shall not make haste. That's a prophecy. You see, you can find Yahshua in the Old Testament, Jesus. Jesus Christ, we say, the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is in the Word of God in the New Testament. He just didn't show up and started walking around Israel and said, I'm the Son of God, I'm a good teacher, or whatever. He's not just a man. He's... he's not just the consolation of Israel, but he's the consolation of all humanity. And you see, for a pastor to say that, we shouldn't be surprised 
because we've had, like Paul said, when I when I leave, meaning when he dies, grievous wolves would enter in, not sparing the flock. And see, that was a long time ago, when right after Paul died, that this began. He prophesied. He warned the people before he did was taken up. He knew it was going to be time. Now see, you turn around and come to modern America and look about how far back Paul said that. See, we have had centuries of time for humans to manipulate, screw up, and misappropriate the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Now you see, I'm not a watchman by mistake. I don't have uh, websites by mistake. I don't preach by mistake. I don't go through what I have gone through all these years. I'm not even going to tell you. Because you have no clue. Now there are a few that know me better than others. But I can tell you that this has been a long road for Tower and I. And we've been on it, and we're still on it. And along the way, it has been tough. And as far as being a pastor and being with believers, one of the biggest places of enemies I've found has been in the Christian church. We're the only group that will take believers and run them over after they've fallen down. We need love today, love among the brethren. We need to stand up and throw off the things of the world, and we need to get our butts in gear and get our children and our grandchildren straightened out. But you're living in an America that is not the America that it used to be. I knew it wasn't. I was flatly told many, 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 many years ago when God gave me the visions. And I said, America, as you know it, will cease to exist. Now, see, and I've thought about that over the years. America, as I knew it, has already ceased to exist. That's during the 60s, the 50s. And many of you know what I'm talking about. This is not our grandfather's America. This is not my granddad, who is a dirt farmer. And in the beginning, they had to scrape by just to survive. Then later on, it began to work, work out to where the economy picked up. And when I came around, he had a nice, nice farm, big farm, beautiful then he sold that and had another one. And that's where I grew up old enough to help him on the farm. I turned my bales. I irrigated the fields. And yes, we had two beds for all the grandkids. And there was a ton of us. And we slept up above in the top uppermost room. There was no heat up there. There was one heater in the entire house. All the girls were in one bed down at the end, and all the boys was in the other bed at the other end. We had a coffee can. They didn't. And you had to go to the outhouse and then go to bed. Because you didn't want to traipse out in the middle of the night, especially if it was freezing, to go to the john out there. For the guys, you could just go by a tree. But for the girls, they had to go in there. And there was none of this bull that we hear today. We were all cousins. There was no shenanigans like you have today. Today, you got all these kids, you put them in the same bed, they're going to be fornicating. Good God, get your head out of your butt. Now, that's not language of a preacher. That's language of a guy that has been around. I've been in the farms. I've seen them gut the animals. I've eat the mutton. I know where cow's cream comes from. I know what fresh milk is. 
And then there's my other granddad who happened to have a cattle ranch in California. He was a little more well-to-do than my other grandfather. But he was German. About as staunch as you could get. And it was, you only spoke when you were spoken to. And what I'm saying is, we need to wake up and understand your foundation in America and in your churches need to be adjusted. We need to repent. And I say we, all of us. And I can tell you, what's coming, it'll put you on your knees. Now in this, when we talk about foundation, I like this, the apostles Peter and John. And they're talking to the people of Israel. Acts 4, 10 through 12. Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. And this is the one that Peter said to, Silver and gold have I none. But in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. Now, of course, he would say it. See, the interpretation is the English of Jesus and and Christ here. And in the Greek, that Jesus is the Jesus, Christos. You get into the Latin. He would have probably said the name in Hebrew. Now, the shortened form of that is Yeshua. There's a longer form, too. But the bottom line of it is that by the name of Jesus Christ, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, this is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. See, they disapproved of him. When the Lord was here, his main enemy was the head of the church, which was the temple, and that was the priest and all the others with him, and the Pharisees and Sadducees. And they tell you right there in the gospel, you know, that the Romans will come and take all this with us, take take all this away from us because of him. They were afraid that Yahshua was going to become a political leader and take on the Roman Empire. They didn't understand. They didn't receive him. And he was deceived. But his goal was to go to the cross. Thank God he did. But see, verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Now, you can bank your life on that, your soul on that, and everything you are. But see, today in America, one of the things the Lord tells us, Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark 13, you can get into Revelation everywhere you look, practically. The Lord warned about deceit deception, false teachers, false Christs, and so did the apostles. There's deception out there. Just because you're on TikTok and everybody is gathered doesn't make it right. Just like if there's a huge church, that doesn't mean that they're telling you the right gospel. I know of one of the biggest churches around here. And they don't even tell the full truth. You see, there's nothing that gives you right to take out anything in the gospel. Nothing. It is the gospel of Christ. And you need to make sure that that's what you follow. Now, it amazed me that I had a pastor that actually followed me. He's a singer. And he's a singer and he's a pastor. And he says, I just love to preach the gospel simply. 
telling the word. Now, see, most people can see all my stuff because I'm on a lot of social sites. I recently reduced that because of uh, certain situations involved there that I didn't care for. Because I'm not there just to play around. But at any rate, people can see what we believe. They can read the articles. But it's good to see that. Psalm 22, 23 through 21. Now this is where we get the governor among the nations. Actually, verse 28. For the kingdom is the Lord, and he is governor among the nations. Now verse 23 begins. Ye that fear the Lord, praise him. All ye seed of Jacob, glorify him and fear him. All ye seed of Israel. Now you see the Gentiles came in. See the blessing upon Abraham is to all the nations. And you can follow that same blessing to Ephraim which is one of the children of Joseph who married into the Egyptian. He married an Egyptian daughter of one of the pagan priests there. And and Manassas and Ephraim are his children. And that's really one of the first places we see where the Gentile line is grafted in. But they have been they are grafted in through Christ by faith. Paul talks about all of that. So, uh, Psalm 22. I like some of this. The meek shall eat and be satisfied, and they shall praise the Lord that seek him. Your heart shall live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember and turn unto the Lord, and all the kindreds of nations shall worship before thee. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is governor among the nations. Verse 31, the last one says, They shall come and shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born that he has done this. You know, that's some good stuff. So in closing, he is the governor of the nations, including the one over all the churches, over America, and over every nation, and he will hold all men accountable. But until then, there's the mercy of God through Christ. You can repent today and come to him. John 1 tells us we need to receive him. John 3 says we must be born again by the Spirit. John 15 tells us that he's the vine, we are the branches. We need to be connected to him. Romans 3 through 7 talks about sin. You need to confess the sins. First John 1 tells us if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Get in the word of God, read the scriptures, and get close to the Lord. There's no reason for anybody to die and go to hell. None. Repent today, seek him, get found in him, and live with your eyes on him. Don't forget to go by our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. And also, if you haven't picked up my book, The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith, do so. Even overseas, it's in major stores. I mean, you can get them. And uh, in America, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, I mean, there are a lot of them. Uh, and you can go over to our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com and you can find uh, things that will direct you right to the book and right to our book page where I have another page, uh, another link where I have them all listed. 
all the places, a lot of places that you can find it. So be sure to do that. And also, if you've read the book, give us a comment. Leave a comment on what you think of the book. If you, if you get it from Amazon or whatever, leave comments there. Uh, you can leave comments. You can send me comments through our websites and uh, sign your name, and uh, we'll get them up there. So until next week, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. Be safe. Be found in him, my friends. Till next time, this is the Watchman. And for Tower 2, Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.